This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard and alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. G'day everybody. Alright, we are here for the first half of our franchise expansion draft. Joining us, the other two uh, general managers of football, Nick Campton, welcome. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Uh, and uh, George Clark, hello. Hello, of the bush picks. Yeah, uh, fresh off your pod debut last week. So if anyone missed the end of last week's show, we briefly explained what we were going to be doing over the next couple of episodes, but we have... Uh, protected, a quintet of players from each NRL team. Every other player has gone back into the draft. Oh, I know what a quintet is. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful use of quintet. Yep. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Nick. Um, and uh, everybody else will be available to be drafted, so we've each assigned ourselves a team. Uh, my team is, of course, the Adelaide Fighting Mongooses. Nick's is the Camden Camptons. <laughs> George's, as he said, is the Perth Bush Pigs, and Mitch's is some something else. It's not the, important. Uh, yes. Yeah, um, Western Sugar Gliders. No, uh, we did the draft order. Momentum, we, did dr- the we did the draft order before we came on air. It was rigged. Um, so let's just get straight into it then. Um, uh, George Clark, want to get over the draft order? It's yeah. as the first over. I think sure. they'll work it out when we do the. Picks. Oh, will they? Well, you know. <laughs> yes. well, we should we should say it at least for posterity. So with the number one overall pick, George Clark is on the board. G'day team, just your old pal Mitch here in, in post production, just dropping in. To firstly apologise for there's probably some upcoming there's a bit of audio issues to be honest all of us back in the room and you probably heard the cans uh, getting cracked open but there's a bit of volume up and down at some points with the boys getting rowdy so I'd like to apologise firstly for that but secondly I realised we didn't really properly re-explain the draft concept in this so I thought I'd go over it quickly for those who haven't caught the prior episodes or if you're just catching this one so essentially what we've done we're doing an expansion draft for four new teams. In 2023, uh, firstly, we decided, just like any good expansion draft, that the current 16 NRL teams would protect five players each from each of the 16 NRL sides. And you can listen to a prior episode of the podcast to catch those, the expansion draft volume one episode, to see who we all protected. Protections were done in in batches of four from each four of us, so... Obviously, they're they're not all going to match up with your opinions, but some good players have gone back, and some and some bad ones have as have as well. But you go through there for the protections, and now we're drafting a twenty-one. We're drafting, so we're drafting a seventeen on the field, and then for a bit of fun, we're drafting an eighteenth man, just the the, the versatility position there. A nineteenth player is your boom rookie, so you want a rookie who hasn't played first grade, haven't picked any before this. Uh, your 20th player is someone who has to be from the Super League who you're able to sub into the lineup if you'd like, but a Super League player is your 20th player. And your 21st player is one for the for the boardroom. It's the off-field leader role. So someone just, it's just a vibes guy that you're going to have around your new expansion club. But yeah, I thought I'd cover off again how this all worked so you can guys can track along. And also, if you're interested in seeing the draft board at the same time, I did screen record it. It is on YouTube I will link YouTube in the description of this podcast with the podcast attached to it. The draft board we used, not the best. I may attach a list of the players available, but you can see the draft board. You just can't see the teams assembling as they go, and I just don't think it's worth the effort and post for me to, to, to develop a track. I did look at doing it, and it wasn't worth it. Anyway, back to the show. 
So uh, I figured I should pick the spine first, and mm-hmm. I didn't protect him. And so the guy I'm going to take yeah. is Melbourne Storm's Jerome Hughes. I mean, see, that's that, that's chess, not checkers. He didn't yeah. protect him, so he could take him first. Yep, yeah. you love this, to see it. This um, like was anyone not taking him first if you had the number one pick? I wouldn't. I had. I, ha- I have the number two pick. I would have taken my guy number one. Okay, um, Mitch Hughes. Was he your number one? He's probably my number. Uh, one. Obviously, people. We're recording this. You can watch this back on a. Uh, on the the draft board we've got up, but there is like no halves left. There's none. There's like Jerome Hughes. And that's it. There's uh, Harris DeVita might go the first round. We went over that. It's like him. There's Jamal Fogarty. It's not great. It's not. So once we actually took the protections out, Jerome was like clear number one pick. And that was like what, essentially we did a randomizer before this four. It was only for Jerome Hughes. Although Nick said he wouldn't have picked Jerome Hughes. I wouldn't. So, I wouldn't. The so pick, I'm taking my guy at number two. I am selecting... Isaiah Yo, once of the Panthers, now of the Cam- now of the Camptons. Wow! Welcome to the team, son. Wanted a good country boy, so to, to connect with the people in a country so area. When you, when you looked at the draft board and saw that there were still like ten good locks left, um, I, I understand. I understand. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I know halves are at a premium. I know hookers are at a premium. Fullbacks are at a premium, right? But you got yourself a leader. Hughes, <laughs> a leader of men. <laughs> Hughes is the only. Truly elite half or close to it on That's the list, fair. right? So if you're going to have a half and he's not that good, is there that much of a difference between a Fogarty and a Sexton? You know what I mean? A if you're going to have point. a fullback, is there that much of a difference between a Dylan Edwards and a Blake Taft? You know what I mean? I guess not. But I would Jamal, get, Jamal Fogarty can also do Credence Clearwater's revival you know, covers for your after party. You know? Look, I, I did take that into consideration. That's why I got Isaiah Yo for some Alan Jackson tracks. But I think Yo... Yo would be quite adept at making a average half into a good half because he's such a good passer himself. He can play first receiver. He can play both sides of the ruck. So he does all that, and he's exceptional in yardage as well. I think he's the best, the best overall player I on the board. I agree with that. By, by, by some way, I think he's. I actually think he's the best lock in the world at the minute. Well, I think which that's... is no, which is which is no mean thing coming from me because I had I did swear allegiance that's, to the King of Tonga some time ago. Absolutely yeah. asinine. I'm, uh, Cameron I'm, Murray's better than both. I'm, of them. I'm with you, Campo. That he was also going to be the only forward I took early. Because of the ability to ball play himself to a level that would make the other guys better, mm. so now it's a really disgusting list. <laughs> 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 the list is fine. Like this, these guys all middle out. You're happy to take most of the guys left, like around f- four or five pick. But you feel embarrassed now with the the level of talent at the top end. Um, I'm going to go a bit further down the board and also take a forward. Surprisingly, considering oh. I talk shit about them a lot. But I'm taking Tino for Suomawa Ali because I want him in my team. He was Tino protected. was protected. Genius. Oh, God damn it. Why is that? I, I asked you if you took all the protected players out of the thing and you said yes. How embarrassing. I checked um, that too. I was like, how oh, Tino's still here. embarrassing. He's not. Not for me. Um, does he forfeit his pick? No, no, no. Well, but hold it on. Is, it, just, it's, just, his, it's his first draft as GM. Let's That's fair. Never interrupt the enemy when he's making a mistake. Just to recap, so because you had the Titans, right? So you had Fafita, Tino, Mofo, Brimson, Brimson, Brimson and, and Jaden Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. That's, that's and it was one of those ones where there was a very clear four and then I threw Campbell on. Yeah, which yeah. Fine. Just because otherwise someone would have snapped him up I double-checked all the other lists like an idiot. Didn't work. There we go. Failed. Well, there we go. We go See, back I saw to the him today when I was doing my list, so I checked the protection spreadsheet and he was I on it. I did do that with the other ones. So you did, your, you did your homework, Bungus? Yeah, I did. Yes. Unlike, unlike someone else won Grey December morning. Would you like to pick again? Unlike the man who did all the draft prep. Hey, it wouldn't be an episode of Urban Rookies without Mitch not being able to read. And there we go. Well, easy then. Best hooker on the board. That's the last one I'll go then. I'll go Cam McInnes, who had a year off. I think people have forgotten how good he is at rugby league. 
and also, even when he did play lock, he did average 140 metres in a few games. He played at lock when he played there before he moved over from the, from the Dragons. But I picked him there. He'll be my probably my hooker. There's only three. There's actually three or four decent hookers left. Yeah. But it's the same thing. I'll pick him because I think he is a better player than the halves left, even though it's a massive half scarcity I issue. I agree with that. Yeah. And um, if, if a nice hooker falls, you can always slide him back playing at lock. It well, gives, it, gives you, it gives you that nice flexibility. Yeah. Or I can do the thing where I pick the other hooker, put him at 14, McInnes play, starts at hooker, plays a bit of lock, plays hooker again. Yeah. But, Th- things are already looking pretty dire, but um, I was hoping this guy would get to me at the end of the first round. Because you know what position has even worse depth than Harbs on, on our big boards, Mitchell? And that is fullback. Mm-hmm. It is absolute dirt. So I'm taking the franchise, Joseph Suwali. Bold. Give him to a, me. A, like bold, a bold yeah. pick. That. I, I, a look, bold just, pick. Because I looked at the rest of the fullbacks on this list and it's Dylan Edwards, Corey Allen, Nick Meany, Jermaine Asako. There's not a lot there. And I just think that... And also, like, if I want to... If I can find a bit of value somewhere later, he can play center. He could even play six if I really wanted him to. So, yeah. Um, I'm going with big Joseph Suwali. No such thing as a sure thing, though. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. But, I mean, he's about as close to it as, as there's been in a very long time. Um, and with my second pick... I'm going to take... Well, I was going to take McInnes, so I'm annoyed that you... I, don't, I'm, I'm, I wish Tino had been on the board now, but um, yes. since he's not, um, I looked... I tossed up between a couple of these guys, but I think he's clearly the best six slash seven left on the board. I think he's probably clear of everybody else that's on this list by a little bit, not by too much, but I think enough to make me want to pick him here, and that's Jamal Fogarty. The fortunate son. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a, an awkward one with, with Fogarty. It's just funny, we, when we did this exercise again, you realise like, how easily he was passed around by the Titans, but also quite clearly still one of the, you know, the top 12 or 13 odd halfbacks in the NRL, which if you're expanding, adding four more teams to the competition, yeah. obviously he's a walk-up star. I think, I think at very least Fogarty is a, a slightly above average NRL starter who will give you good halves play over the course of a full season. And given how volatile the halves market is, for some teams, that's plenty, you know? Yeah. Goal kicker, good guy as well, good off the field, connects to the community, outstanding rig. I like this. Thanks, Nick. (laughs) All right, uh, it's back to you, Mitch Doyle. Would you like to pick James Tedesco or I would uh, would love to do that. Um, There is a good player left from from the Roosters, but he will will stay on the board. Uh, Angus Crichton, who I'm referencing, who, who is like, Probably yeah. the best. I think he's. Left, I think if if it was just on ability alone, him and Yo, I think would have been the first two picks in this yeah. draft. But given but how many good edges are still on the there board, there is like twenty five good back rowers left. Yeah. And even though I was happy to do it with Tino, I wanted to do Tino, even though it was wrong because you can play Tino in any of those positions. Mm. Can't do that with Crichton. Look at the board now, and I see like Reese Robson is was on top of my board at this point. If I didn't get McInnes, but I have got McInnes, so it's a toss up now. Do I do I reach for a young half or do I do I go for a fullback? I hate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's reaching for a young half, fellas. So for those of you playing at home, that's what's happening here. So then I, I come down to, and I know this kind of ruins a normal draft, but this is a podcast, so you get my th- my thoughts to it. It comes down to me between Chanel Harris Tavita and Toby Sexton, mm. and I'm probably more in love with Harris Tavita myself, but I think Sexton's probably actually the better prospect, even though I like Harris Tavita a lot more. But I know those two after me want to pick Harris Tavita. So I might just do it. So yeah. he's just doing it to he's focus. Think, he's just, yeah, he's just thinking saying. out loud I now. Like it. His so lack of preparation that. is killing him again. There we go. And I've taken Harris to Vita. And, you know, it's, it's now you're getting it. It's already dark times with the halves. It's already dark. So good luck to you. I think, well, should we give George a minute to recover, not being able to pick his, his Kiwi son? Well, it's your turn first. So 
Well, no, but I just I don't want him to start crying on the air. It's all right. You just do your thought process, mate. I got I got Jerome Hughes, mate. I'm not crying. <laughs> well, yeah, you wouldn't really need to actually. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So as as Mitch already sort of talked about, the hooker the hooker market is quite thin, um, and I'm taking I'm taking Reese Robson. So yep. that's a that's a that's a really yeah, easy no, one. I enough. think. So I think Mitch, you did the Cowboys protections, and yeah. you did them based on what they would have done. Yeah. I think if a if um. I would have kept him. I definitely would have kept Robson as well. I can't believe they're shopping him around. He's the best kept secret in the NRL at the minute. He's one of the really, really good up and coming hookers. He's so underrated. I saw a Tigers fan saying that like he's no better than Jake Simkin or um, Jacob Little. Oh, foolish! Absolutely like, foolish. I think once Cook and Corrissier and McInnes sort of age out of the spot, I think Reese Robson is in the box seat to be the next New South Wales hooker. Right? <laughs> I like him more than both of the the Braley brothers, and I think they're both good players. Reese Robson is the best player that a lot of people don't know about. I'm really stoked that I got him. Hmm. You need to select him on the Sorry, that, text not my strong point, guys. You all know <laughs> that. Um, you all know that. George Clark, you have uh, back-to-back picks now. Yeah, so my next pick is going to be my nine because, as the guys have mentioned, there's so few around. I think this guy last year um, was maligned, and I was one of those guys maligning him, if that's correct term. Mm-hmm. Um, you, were, you were malignant. I was malignant. He's one of my fellow countrymen. I think after coming off an ACL and the rule changes... He's going to be really valuable to any team, um, and he can also slot in at lock. And that guy is Josh Hodgson. Really good pick, I think. Yeah, for setting up a new team as well. You do need a veteran presence, <laughs> and he'd be great for that. He wants to play. He wants to play until he's like thirty-eight. And he just signed right? that deal with Parramatta in, in real life. Yeah. So <laughs> Did he actually? Yeah, I've like checked two hours ago. Signed yeah. Parramatta this afternoon, twenty twenty-three. Oh, so dude, not yeah. twenty twenty-two. But oh man, that sucks. That's a sign of a. Uh, he he obviously keeps plans to keep on playing at, at that time of his career. I, I'm I'm with you there, George. He's slowed down a bit and similar, but it does feel like. Good vibes guy first year. Maybe you can get a young hooker later. You, you're, back, you're back to take your spot. So I've obviously got the, uh, my third pick now in this the way this whole thing's snaking around. And, you know, I was thinking, do I go for 5-8? Do I go for fullback at this point? And then, yeah, I was torn between two guys. And one of the guys is Jackson Hastings, who definitely wouldn't play well with Josh Hodgson. And that's been well publicized by Jackson Hastings' mum, who famously tweeted that Josh Hodgson hogged the ball. So I'm going to go for Scott Drinkwater because there's a Maverick in there. I just need a second row alongside him who can stop him from missing tackles. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. I did have him thinking if I didn't go those two young fellas, I was going to pick him and go fullback. For drink water, that's what I was thinking. So again, you've got. I flexibility think he's the there. second or third best fullback available. To be yeah, honest. he is. So you've got flexibility there again that he can be your six or your fullback from here. Yeah. And again, George. No, no, he's done both. No, he's already gone twice. Oh yeah, Hodgson. Sorry. I won't lie to you. This Josh Hodgson stuff is rattled. You're me. actually visibly rattled right well, now. Well, he's one of my he's one of my favourite Raiders players ever. It might have been but, real um, news. It might have been a draft tactic. No, it is real. News. No, no, I just looked it up. It's definitely <laughs> it's, real news. There's real pain. I'm sure we'll talk about that another time. Um. So, as, as we've said numerous times now, halves are at a premium. Mitch already talked about this guy. I think he's a slam dunk. Toby Sexton's my guy. Toby Sexton's my guy. I, if I was the Titans, I'm not sure I'd be throwing the tank at Brimson and Sexton all together or whatever. But Because um, I don't know how they'll work together. But Sexton definitely has got something. I was really impressed with him. I was really impressed with him when he came into first grade late in the season. He's a goal kicker as well. Nothing but upside. Really like him, Toby Sexton. Yeah, nice. Mitchell. Sweet. Uh, again, same kind of thing, hearing it, but... I'm looking at fullbacks, and I don't want Dylan Edwards in my team. You know, everybody knows this. So I'm not an Edwards guy, and he is probably, 
You know, people would think he's the best fullback left on the board. But I'm not doing it. I refuse to. Yep, he's okay. not doing it. So I am reaching. You are, you are very deep behind the lines of the Dylan Edwards' shit campaign. Like, yeah, he's, Mitch, he's you've cheered for Jermaine Osaka for so many years. Don't do it to yourself in the virtual world as well. I mean, I'm not picking Osaka. Okay. Oh, God, Jeez. Yes. Jesus Christ. I mean, well, the other awkward one we have here is that Anthony Milford's in an awkward spot. That I don't think we're allowed to pick him. We don't think we can pick him. Well, the NRL literally well, wouldn't will let you, him play. Will, will you take on the NRL to get his contract registered? You, you, Are you willing to take up that mantle? The big no, I, I'm, I'm the villain franchise. The, the will, Ad- you, will you march in the streets as George Pickens did? Have you missed something? The Adelaide Fighting Mongooses are the corporate franchise. We're the heels of this whole organisation. We're not doing anything to piss off the authority. We are the authority. There's a great lawyer called Compton, don't I know who can fight the fight for you. In fact, actually, he's a judge now. He's a judge now. He's taken up the gab. T- a little bit yeah. on the side. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, with uh, with those guys gone, I did think, do I go a fullback here? And I'm So you're picking Sean Lane? I'm not picking Sean Lane. I could move Sean Lane to fullback <laughs> if I wanted to. Pat Carrigan. Jesus Christ. These are all terrible. But I'm actually thinking... I Lachlan might Maranta. Up, I might end up picking... One for the real fans. Yeah. For, for, for the fans, I Scott might end up picking... One. A fullback who hasn't played any first grade. So I'm oh, gonna, I'm gonna. Oh, he's going so, his boom rookie. So I might not now. I'm gonna do that later. So <laughs> I'm gonna have some ball. I'm gonna take Crichton. I'm gonna take the best player, even though I don't think I want an edge. I'm just gonna do it. Best guy available. It's a viable strategy. I'm upset by that. Considering that's okay. uh, I just hate the best guy because I can punt on a average fullback at any time I want. All right, that's a shame. <laughs> I was definitely taking him. Oh well, what can you do, eh? Uh, I'll tell you what you can do. You can take. You can take some strike power. You can take some weapons. You can take some guys who are going to get that ball and score some tries. So I'm going to take Xavier Coates, who I think is by a... So you, you didn't take Alex Johnson. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Alex Johnson. So I, you know really did. Did. I really did. So you're yeah. going to have Alex Johnson and Xavier Coates. PNG is going to be going crazy. <laughs> think of the, the jerseys themselves. Think of the jerseys themselves. Can they move to Port Moresby? Move over, Justin Arnold. There's someone else who's going to flog corn beef. No, but in all seriousness, I just looked at all the wingers and centers, and I think he's so far ahead of pretty much everybody else that's on that list that like it was just an absolute no-brainer. Um and I was also going to pick Angus Crichton, so that's going to change that. So instead, I'm going to pick... Yeah, there's 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 just so many good props. That's the thing. Like, I don't think you need to pick a prop just because there's so many good ones. Like, I'd be happy with, and, like... And there's none of the elite ones, though. Yeah, well, like, on it. my big board, I'd be happy with, like, the seventh or eighth guys on this list as my starting props, to be quite honest. So, with that in mind, I'm going to take, instead, um, the second best middle... Uh, the, sorry, the second best lock, in my opinion, and that is Jaira. Good pick. Yep. Second second best lock, but what, eleventh best middle. Got me. Yeah, I see. Yes. One for a callback. A callback. A callback for the day one. I mean, I think he had a really good season. I think it, it flew under the radar. Um, and yeah, look, um, I was I didn't see myself picking forwards this early, but again, like the value is there, and I think there's a bit of a drop off from him down to the remaining locks who are still there. So, yeah. What does it say for your team culture if you invite someone, a dan- an exotic dancer, back to the hotel room? Um, it says we're here to party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Thank you. Well, I'm thinking now um, I need a bit of strike maybe. Or even just, a, just another good player. We're here. I've had taken a, taken a partner, Harris DeVita. I'm going to bring in Dane Gagai just to be... I tossed I him like up. I, I tossed like him it. up with Arrow, to be it's honest. It's going to be, like, you know, not the, not the sexiest pick. There's a lot of other senders I could have thought more upside or similar. We know Dane can get it done in the centres or on the wing. 
I'll, I'll get him in there. That's the thing. Dane Gagwise, lo- low key, turned into an extremely consistent performer at club yeah, level. Yeah, he has. Like, you know, yeah, he might. The, not... or- the origin Gagai memes. I'm, I'm sorry, they're, they're dead and gone. And he's going to be old then. He is going to be third. This is in 2023. He's going to be 31, 32. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So we're back to All Nick right. Hampton. All right, your boy's up. I'm, uh, the boys have come into this with a fair bit of strategy. I'm very much going off off vibes and feel, as is my want. Hmm. And I'm eyeing some guys off. And yes, I think I'm going to do it. I'm taking David Clemmer because I want yards. I want oh, yards, no. baby. I got a passer in the middle, and now I want some grunt. Oh, I'm going David Clemmer. There's my there's my 11th ranked prop gone off my sheet. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, people think David Clemmer's declining or whatever, right? Mm. People think that. David Clemmer this year averaged the second most metres of any prop in the competition. It's behind just Payne Haas. Uh, right? Metres are a coward stat. He might not be the four... He, he, people might think he's not the force he once was. I reckon he is. I think he's just... I think something's happened up at Newcastle and he's just sort of dropped off the limelight. If you want yards, he's still the man to talk to. And that's what I want. So he's the man I'm talking to. We call them meters. <laughs> yeah, he's got me there. <laughs> All right, uh, back to George Clark. On, on as the snake slithers around, two more picks. So I'm kind of in half a mind at the moment, where I hedge my bets. So I'm going to go with two guys who got to the grand final last year. In fact, no, actually, the first one I'm going to take is a second rower because I think this guy can ball play and can play in the back line as well. And that is Kurt Capewell, now of the Brisbane Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um, the second guy, it's that ball, let me do it. That's the biggest problem. It's now telling me to reconnect to the draft server. One moment, please call You it. should do what it says. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying that, mate. <laughs> so the first guy I'm going to draft is Kurt Capewell, and then I'm going to go back around and start to build up my back line. Mm. And this guy, Campo, is going to kill me, but I'm taking Nick Kotrick because... The boy can play. Did you say you were picking two people that played in the grand final last year? I, would, I, would, I, ch- I changed my mind. Right. Two people who watched the grand final. Ah, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Kotrick doesn't watch footy. No he way. He doesn't, he doesn't know the rules. He watched <laughs> something on grand final day. He's a player, boy. <laughs> yeah. He ain't no watcher. When grand final day is on, Nick's dad, Dave, makes him just watch Serbian wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fun story, but I am actually Nick Kotrick's father. Oh, okay. So please don't ever forget that. I like the Kotrick pick as a winger. I know he's, again, gone off the boil this year reputation-wise because of his performance at the Bulldogs. But on the, the, the players left here, probably the best yardage winger left. We know what he can do back on the wing, and that's what I'm guessing you're going to put him. Maybe you put him at centre. Maybe you think you can unlock that from him. But I can do what Ricky You've got can't. the magic touch. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, back with you, Which Nicholas. Is quite a lot. All right, me next. So it looks like everyone's loading up on strike. I'm going to do the same, but I'm not going to go a centre winger. I'm going Viliami Kikau. Oh. Yep. He's my guy. I know I know um everyone's a bit low on kick out at the minute because he signed that big deal with the Bulldogs and everyone thinks it's too much money or whatever. Yeah. And he probably didn't have the greatest finish to the season, but I thought he was really good in areas off the ball in those last few games of the year. And he can still do things that there's only a couple of back rowers in the world can do. Yep. You know, so it's probably not a steal in the fifth round. I reckon it's a pretty good fit, but I really like it. And he's the sort of guy who, if I miss out on some good centers, he can make a bad center better just by drawing in the amount of attention that he does. Fair enough. Mitchell? Well, I could just draft a bad center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided not to do that. Okay. There's, I just had a bit of a thought of a, of a player that didn't get protected, a bit of controversy on our Discord channel about him not being protected. No, don't do it. From Jake Trebojevic, he's no, going to do it? Not him. Don't from, do it. Don't from, do it. From, don't from do it. the Sydney no, Roosters. I know it is. Don't do it. Don't pick him. <laughs> anyway. No, fuck. 
So I, I I need a bit more ball playing, and I didn't think I'd take a lock this early, but I just thought someone else would take him. So Victor Radley is joining the fellas. Bit you of have, a, you have you snaked me three times already? But yeah, but just a lot of winners in this team now. We're getting you know we've got Radley in there joining. Crichton, noted winner. And, uh, I was Gagai. taking McInnes, Crichton, and now Radley. Oh well, fuck you. That's how drafts work. Yes, it I, is. If I'd missed out on Yo, Radley would have been my first forward pick by by a fair way. I know, like people are a little bit off him now because he keeps getting suspended. But imagine just him out in Camden with the good old boys, getting back to his roots and all Mate, that. The Shugs uh, are going to love him. Oh man! <laughs> uh, 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 as an Englishman, one of my dying wishes, and I'm only 29, is for Sean Wayne to pick him for England and for us to cut Radley because he's just him and John Bateman in a back row. I'd you know I'd pay to see that. They'd punch on at the captain's run and then oh. embrace like brothers at full time, <laughs> and then. And sink piss for the next 10 hours. Love it, love it. Yeah, that's a shame. I was going to pick him. Um, I think there's a big drop-off in centres after the next guy who I'm going to pick, and that's Jesse Ramian. Yeah, I tossed him up with Gagai. Okay, yeah. Well, I was picking either him or Gagai if they got back to me, so that's fine. Um, yeah, I wanted to pick Radley also because he can fill in and play nine a little bit. Not particularly well, but you know he can do it for 20 minutes a game if you need him to, which I think is important, especially in this exercise that we're doing where hookers are so... So shallow, but I don't really need to pick a hooker now since all three of you already picked one. I can kind of just chill on that for a little while. Um, so I'm not going to do that. Um, the thing with like Ramian though is like he so he averaged 120 meters over the last like three years, mm. has 69 offloads in his 53 games, 15 tries, 16 line breaks. Like he's been good again. Yeah, he low key went from like a strike center to more of like a workhorse yeah. center, which is players rarely make that transition. He had he had quite a good season this year, I thought. He mm. did, and it just again we we kind of we fell in love with young Jesse of who he's supposed to be. Went to the Knights, went off the boil. Nobody talks about Jesse Ramy anymore, like no one. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's a great pick. Yeah, that's a strange one. Um, thought of yeah, is this this is like uh, I just think this guy's probably the best prop left by like it's either him or Tom. I don't want to be too biased. We're just going to ignore the whole vaccine thing, and I'm going to take Nelson as Solomon. I'm interested you picked him over Tom. You admitted that he was probably the best prop left. I like that. That's in the, that's in you sometimes. Well, it's yeah. just, <laughs> like, on, on like a pure footy note, I think the best thing that happened to Nelson the last like 18 months is like some coaches went with the bigger props, but like Bellamy worked out that Nelson was best coming on against tiring defenders and just skittling blokes. Yep. So like whenever, you, however you, I mean, obviously this is a a draft but yeah you know like I'd if he was on the market you'd take him any day of the week yeah. absolutely I I did try to approach this from the point of like if I was actually trying to put a team together and the vaccine thing just yeah just but it's for 2023 so I, I, I understand that but you know you got to get off by which time by which time Dan Andrews will have made us all take vaccines anyway <laughs> he'll <Yep>. just light <laughs> us down and hit us all with one big yep. super jab I heard that once you take the vaccine they inject you with these microchips and then they can control your movements well it must be true if yeah. you heard it yeah I'm a reputable I mean I've, I've lost all my hair and my hands have shrunk in size but you know I think <laughs> that's just the gene pool you know, yeah. I'm from so so now at the point in the draft now it's like I just want to pick children <laughs> you know, like, I'm, gonna, I'm really going to that's emulate taken the, out of context it is whatever really the sh- look, the sh- look kids love sugar okay and I'm 18 year olds <laughs> sugar gliders Mitchell Kevin Spacey Doyle <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Mate, but I'm not going to do it I have a like, there's still a lot of good players. There's left. still a lot of good players left, but I, I, I you know, more at that point, I'm just, you know, sucker for upside. I'm like, oh, do I just go the upside pick and lock somebody in I want to lock in? But I guess I'll, maybe I'll stay boring for another round or two, and then I'll start picking people under twenty. I won't say the children anymore, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I will go another vibes pick, and I'm going to pick a winger, and he might not be the best winger left, but he's my favourite winger left, and I'm going Ronaldo. 
Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. call. Yeah. Had him up that's there. Had him one. on my list. Well, when 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 you said uh, who were we talking about? That someone was the best yardage winger left. I actually think Mulatalo's got it in him to be an exceptional yardage winger. Yeah. He just if he can just string a season together with his athletic gifts and he's he's like mean too. He's got that sort of real intensity about him, man. I reckon if he can stay on the field for a full season, he'll end up he'll end it up as one of the best wingers in the comp. That's a great pick. I'm glad he got the. Um, also because you know he couldn't. Go to play for Queensland, but he can play for Western, wherever Western, that may yeah. be. They'll give a passport to anyone this mob. Western like the England cricket team. <laughs> <laughs> you got a gun, Mark? Come on, son. It's a camper, okay. you back So up. it's me up. So there are, there, you want to lock up some good halves and you want to lock them up whenever you can. There's not a lot of good experienced halves left, but there's some good young halves left. This might be a bit early for this guy, but I've really wanted him. I've had my eye on him. Talatet, no, it's not tricky. It's Talatel Monet from the Dragons. Great pick. He had he had a really good finish to the season. He'll probably start the next year as the starting five eight. Those three boys they have down there, Sloan, Sullivan, and Amone, I think they're all going to be long term first graders. And Amone's the one who I would think looked most comfortable in the first from the jump. Like Sloan scored a heap of tries and Sullivan did some good things. Amone looks like he's ready to go. He's ready to play first grade now. And I think he pairs well with Sexton because he's a, he's a good runner of the ball. He plays right side. Sexton plays left side. It's an exciting young combination. Yeah, and Amone like just gutted juniors as well. One of those guys that when you look yep. at like his vision and his numbers, he's a mile above the rest. Doesn't always mean first grade success, but you know you you can only play what you're against. And the guys who leap prospects in the NRL generally, when you look at their numbers, oh he had like a try a game, a line breakers a game, a hundred meters at playing halfback, something like that. Amone's one of those guys. Nick, someone, someone once told me like ten minutes ago, you can't always expect success from young players. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. That was ten minutes ago, man. Oh, he's changed. He's changed. We're living. We're living in the future. Those young boys are now much older. Ah, it's th- and ten minutes older. They're ten, ten minutes, more minutes older. Actually, Nick makes a really good point. I uh, shameless plug, but I had a I had a twenty minutes on the phone with uh, Christian Wolf the other day, who will be coaching my franchise in this fictitious world. Did you ask him about yeah. the draft? But in dra- re- draft, <laughs> draft, but in real life, I asked him. You know. Uh, his situation with Tonga and blah, blah, blah. He said the player he's really looking forward to seeing this year is Talatau or Junior Moan. And Campos picked him, so I think he's got a good one there. Um, it's now my turn in the draft, so I think I'm going to pick a player. Bungard just picked a nice middle, so I'm going to pick one who played in last year's grand final, and that's Moses Leota. Oh, Sweet baby Moses. He's <laughs> baited Moses. me there. <laughs> Oh, he's parted yeah. Bungard like the Reds. I'm not going to pick Tom Burgess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better you're, a, middle. you're a proud Englishman. Is it because he? Is it because you played against him? I have seen him play <laughs> on the opposite pitch because he's a year older than me. Right. Uh, so no, you watched him. You watched him. Play. Do you really think Moses Leota's better than Tom Burgess? I think Moses Leota's got a great engine. Hmm. But you know, each their own. We've all got our own hills to die on, and I think Moses is also one of those guys that probably could give them more than he is, but they don't need him to. I think he exactly. could put yeah, up a bit could, of numbers. Yeah, they could, they could, they could run the also, engine. Also, out a he's bit got more. guys like Fisher Harris and. Yeah, exactly. uh, I mean, Harris, yo, he even got Spencer yeah. Lenu off. And the when bench, the, when so they've really put the rubber to the road with him, he does really really well. Like I thought he was really good in that first in in the grand final. Mm. You know, he's got he's he's got that sort of extra gear about him. I'm also going to pick another guy who was in last year's grand final with Penrith, and he's actually moved to the Roosters, and that's a guy called Paul Momorowski. He can kick goals. He defends pretty well. He's never going to let you down. The kind of guy, you know, every team needs. He's a model pro. So I'm taking Paul Morofsky as one of my centers. Yep. That pool's quite shallow. That's fair enough. 
Back with you, Nick. Back with me. Okay, so this guy had has had a shit couple of years with injury, but was really, really good in... Oh, actually, I think he's been protected. That would have been embarrassing. Who was it? No, he hasn't. Sorry, my bad, my bad. So he had a shit couple of years with injury, but then he came back, and his team had a bad year, but low-key, he had a pretty good year. He did all right, and he was mm-hmm. in a lot of different positions, but he played most of the games. I'm going Jack Bird. Nice. I'm going Jack Bird. I'm going Jack Bird. And here's a twist. Here's a twist. It might be as a fullback. It might be. It might be. It, it might be. My Suwali I mean, pick is feeling better with it every might be. pick. This, on this it job, might be. This is a fascination with Jack Bird. If he's at your franchise, it's like, well, you know what? Maybe he is our fullback. Maybe he is our the fullback. The moment you pick him, you're like, you know what? Maybe he's not. Maybe he could be our fullback. But the minute he's out of fullback, maybe he could but be. But also, again. he could be a ball-playing lock or an edge. A lot of, <laughs> lot, of diff- lot of different spots. I actually thought Jack Bird had, had quite a good season considering where he was coming from. Yep. He still showed that he has that, that tackle-breaking ability, that athleticism. And I know it's a bit of a cliche at this point, but that ability to play a lot of different positions and play them all pretty well. He played good games at centre. He had good games at second row. He had a couple of good games in the halves. And he had a pretty good game at fullback against say the Penrith or Souths. And Saints got belted. But he did all right in it, man. We haven't heard the last of Jack Bird, and he'll be welcoming Camden anytime. I bet he will. Perfect, Mitchell. So I'm now thinking here again that there is lots of good players on the board. Like, you know, none of us are taking Jake Tavoyevich, but he's still there. You know, Nathan Brown's still there. Ryan Madison's still there. Guys with people think are elite forwards. Marty Tapao. He'll be old by the time our expansion franchise are in the league in, in 2023. So I'm now here. I'm just going to pick some of my boys. I think. Maybe I'll take one more pick, then I'll pick one of my boys. Oh, the boys are devastated to hear that news. No, it's just, I'm just looking at it. It's like I could pick them, but then, I, then you scroll on the list again, you're like, geez, there is still some bloody good players here. No, I'm going to do it. Screw it. I'm taking Tessie New. Love it. Love that for you. I'm doing it. Um, Add him on my list. Because, again, I, I was going to pick a young fullback, and maybe he goes to my boom rookie spot. I know exactly who I'm, I was going to pick, who hasn't played first grade yet. Uh, I won't pick him. Yeah, maybe later, but just I thought Tessie might have gone by this point because the fullbacks on that board we already mentioned is Bungard took uh, Joseph Sawali, who hasn't played fullback in first grade. Still uh, the best one there. Yeah, Campo, sorry, Campo may be taking a punt on Jack Bird that we don't know yet. Uh, George might be putting Scott Drinkwater there, we don't know yet. The other fullback left here that plays regular fullback is like Dylan Edwards and Matt Dufty, and I'm taking the punt on upside. Where do you think Tessie New ends up playing long-term? Because I was actually quite impressed with him this year when he did play fullback. Like, I think his athleticism really showed, and there were, there were nice bits of skill that sometimes came through. But I think Brisbane see him more as a centre. And he does, that, he does have that rare ability to slide on the outside of guys and just, and just beat them while the ball's still in the air. Where, where do you see Brisbane playing him long-term, especially given they've got Cobo floating around? Well, the problem they have at, at the Broncos right now is they have... Tony Staggs, who we thought was going to six and isn't. They have Herbie, who's sent who wants to play fullback. They have... They have I just seen Bungard's picks while we were talking. Anyway, they have a Herbie, sent should be a fullback. Wants to be a fullback, sorry. They've got Tessie, who is at fullback, who can play centre, but might be a bit undersized to actually play full-time centre in the, in the NRL. Yeah. But they also have a young guy, like his name's Dean Mariner. And he is one of the best young prospects in the game. I know Brisbane fans are sick of young prospects, but he's a centre, out-and-out centre, and he might play some first grade in, within the next year. They have him in the centres. Then they have Selwyn Cobbo as well. Mm. It's a good problem to have, but it's like, I don't think Tessie is good enough to be the Bronco, uh, Bronco centre, but he is good enough to be the fullback, which doesn't make much sense. But like, Stag's a better centre, Herbie's a better centre, Cobbo may be a better centre. And Dean Mariner might be a better centre as well. So, 
It's always nice when we get a slice of Broncos weekly. It is nice. Yeah, little, little it's good. We don't talk I've, about I've got to say, I've heard a lot of good things about Dan Marinette, and yeah. he does look the goods. Um, all right, so I'm pretty stunned Tom Burgess got back to me. Um, I've got a fantastic prop rotation there with Nas and Tom Burgess. Jairo, that's a really, really strong middle, I think. Um, um, and he's a coward. Huh? Very fiddling, you took a coward. Yeah, and uh, look, he is a bit of a coward, but you know, he, I think that of every person who can play on an edge that's left on this board, he is by a wide, wide margin the best one left. I think he's actually better than a couple of guys who've been picked, actually, and that's Ryan Madison. Yeah, I looked at Madison if I could play him at lock, but he would also leave my team. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. He'll give, you, he'll give you two good years, yeah. and then he'll want to get paid somewhere else, and he'll hit the road. That's yeah. what he does. So he didn't do that. Mate, he, he had a cold that time at the Tigers. He was crook. He of was off Mate, once the fighting mongooses go back-to-back in 23-24, he can do whatever he wants. But at the moment, we are building quite a team. Could you We're imagine Matt in, in, in the city of a good team, do you? That's so unlike you. Yeah, it is weird, right? <laughs> Some of us are more insecure than that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so again, I'm at the point now. There's still some great players on the board, or I could reach one of my boys. I'm going to. I've decided. You guys have all got a middle at this point. That's great. I have got Radley and Crichton, and I, I thought we could keep sliding on these guys, but I'm, I'm going to take a prop, and I don't love him, but I'm going to take Regan Campbell Gillard because the people love him. You know, a lot of people overrate Regan Campbell Gillard, and I just think we'll get him in the team. And, Whatever. We'll yeah, figure it out later. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. He's probably the best prop left, probably. Uh, I, I, I had four guys above him, but that's all right. There you go. Yeah, I mean, well, one of the, there's some distasteful character left as well. And like, I like, so Rhea Hargraves is there, for example, right? Yeah. I think he's the best one left. He is, but he's 34 and 22. Yeah, that's a fair point. So I would love to have him, and maybe he comes back to me, but he's going to be 34 years old. And that came into my thinking there that I'll take RCG because he'll still be in his 20s. All right. Uh, Nick? I have an absolutely massive rap on this dude, okay. Hudson Young. It's I'm weird that, that you I'm would irrationally Hudson love Young. a Canberra Raiders spot. Mate, I'd love him. I'd love him wherever he was, man. He had a he had a tough start to last season, but he had an exceptional end to twenty twenty playing in the middle. Yep. He can play both. He can play them both really, really well. And I honestly I think he's one of those guys who with a good season under his belt, he's he's pushing origin. I think he I think he could make it. Like what Liam, what Liam Martin's doing, that sort of rise, I could see Hudson Young doing that very, very easily. I'm not sure if I've got him as a middle or as an edge yet, but I know he can play both. I know he can play both really, really well. I've got a huge, huge rap on him. Yep. How many how many weeks per year is he gonna be you know, suspended for? Well That's look my big concern. Look, I'm telling like I'm, it, it's one of those ones. We'll get him out west. We'll get him out in the country. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get Isaiah Yo to take him under his wing. Can Sean you know Wayne iron out? Can he fix Hudson Young? That's <laughs> the, the, the stories. The stories write themselves. One of Hudson Young in a in a Camptons polo out the front of the Camden Hotel, our major sponsor, saying, "I have changed." Camden maybe, sponsored maybe, by Camden. Maybe, maybe the pub wasn't the best wasn't the best location for that photo, but you know we're learning mm-hmm. as we go. Yeah, Raiders players and pubs maybe not an awesome combination. Maybe not. Maybe not. But anyway, it's my pick. Um, you guys mentioned Jared. I think this guy uh, has probably been underestimated, and I think he's probably the rule changes have caught him somewhat. And Jake Turboyevich. He's <laughs> going to be one of my starting props. I think he's incredibly mobile, and I think with a full preseason and some fitness under his belt, if I, I'm going to take Siwa Takiaho. Mm. He was. The next one I was going to pick after mm. RCG. Okay, well, it's good to know we're on the same length, Mitchell. And 
if the app loads, <laughs> it's still saying Nick Campton. So Nick Campton actually is the input on the app that he's. I have I have inputted in. upon the app. That was very very passive. This is was great. It? This is great radio. <laughs> it seems more overt. <laughs> yeah. Seems more actually aggressive. You're right. My 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 mistake. But no, I like Siwa again. Can, can goal kick as well. Probably underestimated because. He's gone off the boil a little, injury interrupted, and he's leaving the NRL in a, in a year's time. But uh, I think I think that's a, a good start. You can put him at lock maybe if you wanted to. As well, he he, he was rumored to be one of the Dolphins' first signings. So like, you know, he's a we, cracking player. Chose England over um, the Dolphins, didn't he, he? Yeah, but he's actually going to France, I believe. France. So. I only yeah. wrote like four locks down. He was one of them. And so. we're mentioning locks. This guy is actually. Um, People probably slept on this guy. He joined Melbourne at the back end of last year. He had been in Rugby Union. He'd been at the Eels. And I think with a full year at the Storm, he's going to kick insane. on a bit. You're insane. You are a lunatic. And I'm going to call <laughs> Tepai Moreau. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? You got him with the what, 21st pick. What we'll the have fuck, him now. George? <laughs> I love it. It's all right. It was one of my board. Oh, my God. Is like when the Oakland Raiders took Darius Haywood you, Bay? You understand This is like when they took Janikowski in but the first hold, round. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Kickers no, win games. They no, kick field goals every game. I'm, Let's get the best kicker. I'm not picking Nathan Brown. I'm not picking Jake Jaboyevich. So, I picked someone worse. Is everything all right at home, George? <laughs> yeah, man. Are you okay? That's all right. <laughs> Everything's fine. I've got no issues. The the, oh the, lo- the the bush pigs diehards are booing at the live draft. Oh, the, the, the pig the, in the Times pig, Square. The pig, the pig pen. They won't stand for this. They won't stand for this. Let Wait, me tell you. Throwing pigs in a blanket onto the stage. Oh like, my god, that's um. The sheer look of disgust when Nick worked out who George was about to pick before he did it was a magical. I thought it was I thought it was a G up. I thought he was going to say I'm taking Tepai Moreau. Nah, damn it, I'm taking Tyson Frizzell. Nick has picked Hudson Young right banned for ten weeks. Jack Bird, he's only going to be fit for five weeks. Viliami kickout only runs in the opposition. George, I agree point. that yes, Nick's team yes, is also but terrible. Are, but those are all, <laughs> but those good. are all things that people do on the field. Tepai Moreau doesn't play. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. Because he's not played for three years. He's been in rugby union. Yes, six hundred grand a year. Yes, I'm glad you pointed that out. Did you yeah. know that when you picked him? Yeah, yeah. but a pre-season. Will had Storm player. Here comes a good pick. He's oh, right. yeah. Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> I'm rattled. See him I'm rattled. There's, there's got to be a trade. There's he, something. There's he's something going on. Albert Vede next round. I'm yeah. telling you, they're going to fix him. <laughs> Leon Bots on his big board. <laughs> Brett Finch is actually coming off the bench. Okay. Oh, oh, mate, uh, Finch. Nick, are you, are you in a state <laughs> mentally to pick right now? God, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Who else was I going to pick at Lord? Now, I love this I, guy I, more I than his mother does. <laughs> Go on, Kev. I pick someone terrible. I can't wait for him to pick Jared Croker now. <laughs> oh, so he's try- now he's, he's trying to suck me out. He, yes. He's trying to suck he's me out. He's throwing the haymakers. Oh, has yeah, All right. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> we love to pick because it's uh, it's great radio. Okay. It rattled us okay. all. So George picked a guy like this a little bit earlier. It's not it's not Tepai Mara. Oh, have you also picked a guy who's not in first round? <laughs> I'm also picking Tepai Mara. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. I think this guy at some point he's going to get a starting gig somewhere and he's going to absolutely kill it. I think he's the next really, really good middle on the rise. Okay. Spencer Lenu. Oh, Spencer had, him, had him down. Yeah, yeah. It might be. It oh, might what be. the fuck are you talking about? Oh wow, Spencer, <laughs> Spencer one of the best up and coming props in the competition, or Tepai Maroa, a guy. Yeah, I mean, so Spencer Lenu has the like. I know it's not exactly a perfect metric, but he has the most meters per eighty minutes played in the competition last yeah, year. Yeah, I he like there's just, there's just not a role for him at Penrith at the minute, right? Because Fisher Harris is awesome, Leota's awesome, Yo is awesome, and Fisher Harris and uh, Yo both play huge minutes. 
but Len Yu is like the next, he, he's the next one. He's the next one. And whoever leaves Penrith next, or if they don't leave Penrith next, someone will come in and get, get Len Yu. He'll end up playing big minutes somewhere and absolutely kill it. I, I, I reckon he's a, he's a player that's really, really on the rise. And I'm looking for long-term guys or a couple of long-term guys with my team. Yep. So I'm going Spencer Lean. Fair enough. So uh, we have two more. I have two more picks now before we have a little break around 10. I really wish we ended on that Tap by Marola one. It would have been, been a good note to end on. What a moment. But mm. I, am, I am going... I'm reaching for the stars. If you snake me again, I'm throwing this I'm not, microphone I'm, at you. I head. wouldn't have snaked you this time, I'll tell you that much. But I'm reaching for a guy who had a meteoric rise through the grades at South Slogan this year. He started the year in Malmeninga Cup. He was an under-18s. Through injury, he got promoted to the 20s. And through injury, he ended up in first grade because South Logan lost a lot of their players. Only played 11 uh, Queensland Cup games but won the Queensland Cup Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Picking Ezra Mam. Okay. Who I'm picking. Good. Who's going to wow, be okay. six. So that's, that's, that's your boom rookie. That's my, no, no. He's my starting six. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm picking a we all, we all, we all, we all have to take a boom. We all, all have to take yeah. a boom. All of us are avoiding Luke Brooks at yes. all costs. <laughs> That's it. I'm starting him. Like, like I might so take him later because I still believe. In his 19 games in all grades this year, he had he had 13. Sorry, he had 19 games, 19 tries, 16 try assists, 12 line breaks, 10 line break assists. He had 57 tackle breaks in his in his a number sort of amount of games. Sorry, 57 all those. Anyway, 70 tackle breaks. Because, right. because because he because he's a a young Broncos half. Who would you liken him to? It's terrible. You asked me that question because it's it's one of the very few player comparisons that I think is really accurate. But he reminds me so much of Milford when I watch him play, and I hate that. Yeah, I know. Because like, I, I hate no, that, that that'll be expectation. But that's on exactly him. right. I've only seen highlights of him this year, but like the way he moves across the field is so reminiscent def- of Milford. Defense needs a lot of help, but he just massive upside pick for Brisbane. I know Adam Reynolds is getting along with him quite well already now, and maybe he'll be in first grade, but. There's not many young, good halves left. I'll take that punt, and maybe you know we'll get a veteran on the bench. So you've picked the next Milford, is what you're saying? I could have. I'll pick yeah. the real one to back him up. <laughs> 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 no, he's oh, and Bungard's gone early. Um, yeah, look, I've got a lot of experience in this team. There's a lot of guys who've played in big games, won grand finals, lost grand finals. Sad. Um, a <laughs> lot of a lot of really talented, established guys in this team. But I've got to start getting some youth in there. And I've gone with Jeremiah Nana, who I think was pretty close to being protected by you, Mitch, as, as one of those Cowboys mm-hmm. five. I know you went with my boy Helium ahead of him, which is totally fair enough. But um, <laughs> I don't... Like, just looking at the edges that are left, there's a lot of guys who are just kind of, like, fine, if you get me. Like, Jaden Sue is fine. Tarek Sims is fine. Terrell Fumona is fine. They're all fine. None of them are, are going to win you a game. And, you know, Jeremiah Nano might grow into a guy that can. So I think that pick is fine. No, well put, well yeah. put, because he seems to have that skill about him that can that can differentiate him from from other edges. You know what I mean? Like he runs it well, but he's just got that part that passing game, that offloading game as well that takes him from being a six out of ten. A lot of edges are a six out of ten yeah. to being something just a little bit more. And the Cowboys won't see the talent. In they won't. No, well, <laughs> yeah, that that meme with the two cars where it's like this is nice, but I like this. This is nice as Jeremiah Nanay, but the I like this as Cohen has. Mate, actually talk yeah. about the the number of players that the Cowboys have let go. They like, just I, get a pass on all of them. I know the Tigers get bashed, right? The Tigers like, get bashed for it. You know, like you you literally can't keep them all, but you've got guys who are up there in finals Queensland, mm. and even just you go back to their twenties teams the last couple of years, and they've had Brandon Smith, Corey Horsburgh, 
Braden Hamlin, Ueli, Kikau, like that would be that would, that would yeah. get you to a grand final that mm. four pack alone. But but it was it wasn't just guys that like grew up in Townsville and then left. Like those were guys they found. Yeah, they, they brought them they, there. <laughs> they sent someone over to Fiji and found and New Zealand. Kick yeah, 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 out. yeah, you know yeah. Smith came over. Uh, Smith's a bit different. He came over because his brother was playing twenties. But Horsburgh, they br- they 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 brought him up from wherever he was at. They landed Caitlin Pong. Like Sunshine Coast. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So they had this great scouting department. But then the boys would get into the 20s, star in the 20s, and then we're like, well, see you later. And, that, and that's like on the last episode when we talked about, I can't believe how much they paid for Luciano. But you actually have to chuck money at the guys to want to move to Townsville. Yeah, it's a big If you're not from up there, yeah, you got to yeah, pay them to move right. up there. That's right. And that's um, why they're generally a team that are better off like developing their own. So I, I wanted to try and avoid taking too many South guys just because I didn't want to seem biased. But like, I think when I picked Tom Burgess, he was probably the best prop left. And I think that this guy oh, is... Yeah. I think that this guy's pretty comfortably the best center left i think defensively especially he really established himself this year he really came on a lot and especially in the finals i think really made a name for himself as one of the premium defensive centers in this game and that's campbell graham yeah i i did consider taking him and then before your pick and whatever but it's like nah bunga can have his boy i'll have my boy but good pick he probably is the best center left there yep Nothing wrong with that. So from here again now, look at the board, and there's, again, more upside picks. And again, still so many good middles. There's so many fucking there's so good many. middles. And it makes you, when you look at this exercise, you do this exercise, it makes you start wondering why teams keep paying middle forwards seven, eight hundred k and they won't pay a hooker. We're paying Liam Knight. <laughs> We're paying Liam Knight so much money. Yeah, like, <laughs> people look like... And I, I respect a lot of the big fellas. And I know that's where the game is often won and lost, but like... The hookers are in there as well, and nobody wants to see to pay those. Yeah, guys. Reed Marnie is Reed Marnie should be getting a million dollars somewhere, like yeah, not not like not seven hundred k, not para throwing him <laughs> a five fifty and take it or leave it. And the no, worst thing about that, they probably million paid, dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, they probably played. Um, the worst thing about that is they probably paid the same amount of money for Hodgson that they were going to pay for Marnie. Yeah, like, exactly. Which no knock on just Hodgson, he bought thirty two, thirty three. But you get, you, get, you get Marnie because of the upside in him, exactly. and he's like twenty four or whatever. Exactly, like, and he's yeah, got ten years ahead of him, maybe not. Three years ahead of him. Yeah, sounds like he's vamping. He's cracking he's under the pressure. Me. Doyle doesn't know what he's doing. No, I don't. I've got too much draft board going on. Anyway, took my boy as a man. Last pick before we have a little break here. So I'm looking at it. I was like, do I want a center? Not many good ones left. I'll save another another center pop. Lots of good middles left though. Lots of good so edges. So many, left. like <laughs> so, so many. many. And I've already got my starting. If I pick another middle, that's my that's my forwards locked up essentially. I haven't got an edge locked up, but I think I might end up going another. Our benches here. are going to be very strong. They are. The bench is going to be ridiculous. The starting teams are terrible. Well, I am going to end up taking JWH. I'm going to take yeah. him for the vibes. Like it. I like it. He's going to be the. He might end up being the capped captain. I know he's one of those guys that I feel like I kind of judge you as a rugby league fan on your opinion of him. Like, if you can't separate that angry man, he's not, he's not actually that person. Like, that's, yeah. that's what he does on the field. And you know? look, we can, say, we can say he's 34. He's almost done. The first time I thought Jared Barry Hargraves was done mm. was four years ago now. Um, I yeah. he's, and he's, <laughs> I he's come back really strongly twice. Nick, Jared I thought he was done. Die. I thought he was done in the first round of the 2015 season when Adam Reynolds palmed him off to score a try. <laughs> and... And look, it's hard to come back from that. Look, it, it ain't easy. It ain't but he easy. did. He, every, he seems to start every year slow. Every year, and you're like, geez, is, he, is this the wall? Has he hit it? And he hasn't yeah. hit it from there. But the big thing about him, he's actually a really good off-the-field leader. He's great, huge. great off-the-field. Everyone at the Roosters, when they talk about the people yeah. that lead and the people that uh, drive the culture, it's Hargraves. It's and you, Hargraves ask, you ask fans as well. Like yeah. He's always the guy at fan days and stuff that with, fans can't speak with, highly with enough friend about. friend retired but, now, he's now the longest-serving player. He's the link to when everything, to when everything first started. You know, at, he is. He was older. there when Chris Anderson played one marker against. <laughs> he probably wasn't. Yeah, actually, but shit, but... man, he could end up playing until he's thirty-eight. Like I'm yeah. not putting it past him. No. You know, 
Doubt Jared Ray Hargraves at your peril, I say. Absolutely. Mm. It's a lesson I learned. Uh, your last pick before the break, Nicholas. Okay, so I think we have reached the time of the draft when we all just pillage the shit out of the Roosters. Yep. yep. And <laughs> There's this, still a couple of good ones. It, it, it makes a lot of sense that this fella landed at this point because somehow, despite being one of the best in his position for a long time, I still don't feel like he gets the props that he should. Oh, and it's Daniel Tupo. <laughs> George Daniel and I Tupo. both mouth Tupo to each yeah. other Daniel, as you were Daniel, doing that. Combo's just man. here to die for Tonga. Yeah. <laughs> See, the worst part of that is I'm a big Daniel Tupo guy. I didn't even notice him. And that's exactly that's it. Daniel Tupo. Um, I forgot that's to put thing. him on my board. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. And he's a, he's a great finisher. And he would have been above like six of the wingers that I wrote down. And then maybe four years ago, he decided he was going to be an exceptional yardage dude as well. Yeah. He's a great, it's a great cracking winger. pick. He's actually, one of the he's one fuck? of he's one of the best wingers of the last twenty years. When he's people a, talk about underrated guys, he might actually be the guy, as evidenced by the yeah. fact that like I wrote down fucking <laughs> Ruben Garrick and David Nofaluma, and I forgot about. And Daniel you don't even Tupac. rate those guys that much. No, <laughs> yeah, he's 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 fucking awesome. I'm looking at the six wingers still on my spreadsheet. I'm, he's I'm, above all six of I'm, them. I am so stoked. One that I got him at all. Two that I got him in the tenth round. Yeah, great pick. Yeah, and uh, to sound out the tenth round in the first half of this podcast. Now, this guy hasn't Clark. played in nine years. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So Joven Clark, right? He ran a ten and a half second hundred meters. At the Commonwealth Games tryouts in 2001. Yeah. So George is picking him. <laughs> Who are you taking, George? So this guy will score, will score a lot of tries. Sam Tompkins. Matthew, please. Um, I think he's had a rough ride the last couple of years. Um, when he was at the Warriors, he had to do deal with Stephen Kearney and Nathan Brown, which can't be easy for anyone. Um, he left them midway through the year. And and he scores tries for fun. He's a great yardage man. He's good in the air. That's Ken Mamalo. I think he's due yeah. for a big year. He was on my list. Tigers. So if you can't get Daniel Kenneth, Tupo, you get, get his non his non union Mexican non union New Zealand counterpart. Yeah. That would also be why I missed him because he I probably I left Tedesco on the draft and I realised I probably got rid of Tupo, not Tedesco. That's probably where he went. That's why we could no one saw him. Yeah, because right. those guys are so similar, hey? But I do like the Mamalo pick. It was also on my list. And uh, the, the yardage again, it really matters. Like We've seen for a couple of years now that pretty much all the good teams have yardage wingers. And if you can't get out of your own end and start your sets effectively... Uh, our team error, doesn't have any yardage wingers and we made the grand final. So Yes, but you get yardage <laughs> other ways. We had a yardage centre. Yeah, yeah, but it's like without penalties, it's made yardage wingers matter more because yeah. you're not getting kicked down the field so much. So anyway, great pick. We should, yep. um, so that is the ten- end of the 10th round. We're doing 20 picks total. So we're going to call it half time there. We're obviously going to chop this into two episodes uh, for your listening Three. pleasure. How are we feeling after 10? Uh, I feel pretty good about my team, to be honest. Um, oh, I think look, that like, any 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 draft you do, fantasy draft, real life draft, whatever. If you don't feel good about your team why afterwards, you here? why, why are you here? here? Yeah, why my, are you here? Everyone, my, everyone should feel good about their team. The my team, the Perth Bush Pigs, are ready to die. Mate, the pig pen are already riding. Oh, the, they want the, you out. The pig pen. <laughs> they want the pig you pen gone. Squealing because yeah. the pig pen squealing. They've lost, they've lost faith bro? in you. And also, you sat down with head coach Christian Wolf, and he specifically requested you draft someone, and you didn't do it. And Nick Campbell swooped in and took him. There's a disconnect. A disconnect. A between, disconnect. Disconnect between the coaching staff and the front it's office. Like the West, the you're just. You're you know just saying. You're just the West you're Tigers, saying. but a bit further west, mate. It's chaos. <laughs> the West, 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 West. Yeah. <laughs> you're rattled. All right, so we'll be back in a couple of days for the second half of this draft. Thank you all for listening. Um, apologies to the patrons. We're doing a live. 
podcast instead of usually on the computer. I don't have the uh, things in Seattle. You know who you are. Um, uh, I don't know. Anonymous backer, all the rest of you. <laughs> Love you all. My ding dong is hard and I'm Yeah, obviously Bridget, my ding dong is... 69, Party Keg, all yeah, your Party faves. Keg, all, all, all the big names are there and the rest of you. God bless. Um, so yeah, we're back in a couple of days through the second half of this draft. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and again, it's the off season. If you've got any other ideas you want us to sort of explore in the next couple of months, let us know. Uh, Nick, uh, anything to promote? Read my stuff. You, you guys all know where to. And find you don't have it. to pay for it anymore. You don't have to pay for which it which is. I th- I'm glad it's you finally free. found your market level. The stuff people don't have to pay <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and George. Uh, yeah, I've been off for the last two days. But if anyone's in London, please go to the ECB offices. And riot, yeah, and throw stuff at them for not picking Stuart. It stumps Board. at day two of the and Ashes if anyone is James wondering. Anderson. You're a disgrace. There are, you know, most wicked takenist bowlers, <laughs> whatever that term is. Can't wait for the Fox most Sports wicked, headline. Most wicked English journalist blasts James Anderson. <laughs> um, George, wicked. if the punters can only read your stuff or Nick's stuff, whose stuff should they read? Yeah, mine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, he's, say bi- goodbye. he's biased, though. He's pretty biased. Like, you've got, like you've got to, you've got to, uh, I'd ask you the same question. Opinion. We don't have time. Say goodbye, Mitchell. We, uh, we, we have been calling him the Tepai Moreau of journalism for many years, actually. <laughs> <laughs> on the other program. All goodbye, right. Mitchell. Uh, say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs>